0: Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me for another broadcast right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on this week, we're going to continue in the series entitled Healing is the Children's Bread and this week we're going to hear part number five of that series and part five is entitled consider the atmosphere oh my lord there's so much to that consider the atmosphere god has a word for you and i pray that you're ready to hear it by the way go to roku if you have a roku television a smart television or roku box check out kingdom rock tv in the channel store and install our channel it's there that you can see today's video in its entirety so go to the channel store on your roku device and look for kingdom rock tv we're right there waiting for you all right without any further ado here comes today's message and it is subtitled consider the atmosphere right here on kingdom rock radio enjoy is the children's bread and that we're going right back there today and this is actually part number five of that series and i just want to thank as well this thank um minister nelson for carrying out service with us last week didn't even do a wonderful job uh giving forth the word of the lord hallelujah We thank him. Thank all of you today. Uh, Thank you as well for carrying service out as we um, had a mighty move of God uh, there and at another service in Atlanta where I brought forth the word. But my heart was with you and I'm thankful for all of you today. All right. Today we'll be uh, speaking from the subtitle of Consider the Atmosphere. Consider the Atmosphere. Consider the Atmosphere. Now, this is such an important word. I pray that you hear this. For the last couple of weeks, really, the Lord, since the last time I stepped out of this pulpit, the Lord's been dealing with me about the atmosphere. Considering, consider the atmosphere. This is so important because um, you have to consider what is above you and what is around you. Could these things be a hindrance? Uh, to your faith could they be hindering what you believe in god for the word of the lord is this consider the atmosphere consider the atmosphere let's talk about what an atmosphere is an atmosphere is um if we look it up right in a dictionary it means uh the gaseous envelope of surrounding the earth it is the air say with me the atmosphere is the air and so, you know, that was a song we just sang a few, mo- a few times ago. Uh, this is the air that we breathe. I wonder, was that a coincidence? No, it, w- it was not a coincidence. This is the air. The atmosphere is the air. It is the surrounding or pervading mood, environment, or influence. Pervading mood. Atmosphere is the pervading mood. Well, what does the word pervading mean or pervade? What does that mean? It means to become... Uh, uh, Yes, to become spread throughout all parts of. Pervading means to spread throughout all parts. So we're talking about atmosphere being a pervading mood. Atmosphere being a pervading mood. Don't you know that moods are transferable? Moods talk about a feeling, feeling. And if you stay in an atmosphere long enough, you'll begin to act just like them. Mood is a feeling. Here again, so atmosphere, one of the definitions of an atmosphere is uh, the surrounding or pervading mood, environment, or influence. It's something that spreads throughout. Atmospheres can be contagious. It can be contagious. And every person actually carries their own atmosphere. Atmosphere, again, uh, meaning the air that surrounds you. You carry an atmosphere. You do. You're like a little planet spinning around, and you carry your own atmosphere. You can either uh, carry an atmosphere of faith, carry an atmosphere of doubt, worry, sadness, depression, uh, conceit, or pr- a pridefulness. You can carry an atmosphere of looking, you know, of being defeated, Uh, unbelief you can carry an atmosphere of love you can carry an atmosphere of hate people will encounter an atmosphere when they come to you what atmosphere do they encounter when they come into your presence so again an atmosphere can be created by the majority of people by the way they think believe or feel In general, and an atmosphere can be heavily influenced by the spirit realm. Heavily influenced. You can be in a place, you can be in a region that's governed um, by a spirit of poverty or some type of oppressive spirit. And you go into that region, you're, you're feeling good. But when you drive into this region, you immediately begin to feel oppressed or saddened or gloomed. That's an atmosphere. Your houses have an atmosphere. Uh, If you're arguing all the time in your house, when you walk into that atmosphere after a while, you'll be arguing too. If the atmosphere in your home is sad and and depressive and you're just depressed all the time, when someone walks in, they stay in there long enough, they will get depressed too. But if your home is filled with praise and worship and love, once they come in, they'll begin to praise, worship, and love. What's in the atmosphere will eventually get on them. Amen. Amen. Let me give you another uh, physical example. If you know someone that smokes and they're in their car and they're smoking in their car, they get out of their car and they come around you, you begin to smell the air around them. You begin to smell the atmosphere around them. If someone has been drinking and, drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and they were in the club the night before, I mean, just having themselves a good old time, I guess, hallelujah. And, uh, but the next morning they are sober. If they've drank enough, you smell the drink out of their pores. You smell the atmosphere around them. The atmosphere is the air that's around you. What are people encountering when they come into your atmosphere we can create an atmosphere what type of atmosphere is around you and what type of atmosphere is in your home if you believe in God for healing of your body if we're hyped up here in church hallelujah I believe God for my healing but when we go home or when you go to work or go out if people tell you oh you look bad Oh, you! Oh, how are you going to make it? How are you going to make it? If you hear that enough, remember an atmosphere is a pervading mood. Yes, it's the feelings or thinking of people that are all around you. Yes. If they're all thinking that, you have at least a temptation to think the same way that they, they think. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. If you're around people that always go, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> You say, I wasn't raised to go, yo, yo, yo. But if you hang around that atmosphere long enough, we'll see you going, yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. If you hang around a cusser after a while, you'll be a cussing too. It's all in the atmosphere. Could the atmosphere around you be depleting your faith? Could it be counterproductive to your faith? What's in the atmosphere? The word of the Lord is consider the atmosphere. Atmosphere. Consider the atmosphere. Consider the atmosphere. If you say, well, I've got to go back in the atmosphere. Well, then you need to be feeding your faith, feeding your faith and control the atmosphere around you. You may not be able to control what they say, but you can control what you hear. Are you hearing? You can control how you hear it, what you hear. You can tune them out. Oh, you don't believe me? Just ask almost any husband. Sometimes when you are busy thinking about something else, God give us grace. Sometimes the husband has to ask the wife, honey, could you repeat that one more time? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just talking about real talk here. Hallelujah. Ask your children sometime. What? What? You say something? What? The words are going forth, but you're not hearing it. So let's use that in a good way. Hallelujah. Husbands, let's say, Father God, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. Children, let's say, Father, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. The husbands, I'm telling you, the, the husbands, we're like the lions, of the, the lions of the family. We are there to protect and to guard. But if you look at even the lion kingdom, the, the animal kingdom, it is the, the lion does not do the hunting, the lioness does the hunting. The lioness does the hunting. Just look at it. The lioness does the, does the hunting, which means if the husband wants to eat, he's got to get what comes out of her mouth. So this is why you need to repent. This is why we need to repent because many times God will feed you from your wife's mouth. Oh, I think somebody's hearing that word. It's all in the atmosphere. It's all in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oftentimes the word that you need, husband, is coming from your wife's mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times we don't have the ability to go out and hunt for ourselves. But here again, if your husband is not hearing you, what is he hearing? Let's go and let's go on into the word of God today. It's in and after turn your name, and tell him it's in the atmosphere it's in the atmosphere so you may not be able to control you may not be able to control what they say but you can control what you hear if you have to go back in a perverse type of atmosphere that is not feeding your faith then you need to be arming yourself before you go into the atmosphere if you know they're going to be talking all the ying and yang before you get in the house give yourself a rich word of god give yourself an infusion an infusion Puff yourself up. I mean, get yourself the word of God. Get it in you so that when you go in there, you have a nice cushion all around you. Hallelujah. Are you hearing? It's all in the atmosphere. Here again, this is what people will encounter when they come to you. What are they encountering uh, around you? What is the air around you like? What is the air around you? If you don't like what the air around you smells like, well, it's time to do something else. Maybe you shouldn't have had them beans last night. I don't know. If you don't like the way it is, it's time for us to change our diet. Come on, let's go there. If you don't like the smell of your flatulence, it's time to change your diet. Hallelujah. If you say it smells really bad, it's time to change the diet. Hallelujah. It's the air that surrounds you. Come on, let's just be real. Hallelujah. It's all about what you put in you, and that controls what comes out of you. Hallelujah. Oh my God, what's going on today? I don't know. Are you hearing the air around you? The glory Jesus has given you a measure of glory. This glory is atmosphere. This glory was transferred to you. It is, a, it is an established fact that Jesus gave you glory. Tell, uh, tell your neighbor, Jesus gave me glory. Yes, he did. Let's go to John 17. Let's go to John. John 17. Let me show you this for truth. This is what the Lord Jesus was praying, uh, and he prayed, and we know that his prayers were always answered. And this is what he prayed here in John 17, verse 22. It says, uh, he says here, and The glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Jesus said, the glory that I walked in, I have given them. The glory that Jesus walked in, he has given us. Say with me, the glory that Jesus walked in, I walk in it now. He gave it to me. Hallelujah! It's all about the atmosphere. What's around you. God says, consider the atmosphere. Consider the atmosphere. Because the atmosphere can tell you you're little, you little or nothing. You're not worth anything. That's what the atmosphere can, can tell you. But the opposite of that could be true. Are you hearing? Let's go into the book of Mark, Mark 9, uh, verses 1 through 8 of the King James Version. And let's start talking here about the atmosphere. The last time we were together, uh, we we spoke from the subject of Team Lift. Anybody remember that? Team Lift. So that was in Mark 9. We're going to go right back into Mark 9, but just the beginning part of that. And then we'll see if we can uh, spring forward and go on today. And let me also encourage you uh, to find those healing scriptures. We've given to them, we've given you uh, several healing scriptures over the series. And I want to encourage you to, uh, to pray those scriptures over your life, to just declare them over your life for you to be filled with what God says as it relates to healing. We're in this healing series. So fill yourself with, God, with what God says as it relates to your healing. If we were in a financial series, I would say fill yourself with what God says about finances because, listen, you can only give what you have. You cannot give what you don't have. So if you are filled with it, uh, you can give it out. Are you hearing? Let's do a little bit of reading here Uh, as we we continue to speak from the subject of Consider the Atmosphere. Mark 9 verses 1 through 8. Let's go ahead and read it. Uh, Verse number 1 said, And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that uh, there be some of them that stand here, uh, which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Verse number two, and after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter, James, and John, and uh, leadeth them up into a mountain, into a into an high mountain, apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. In other words, he begins to allow them to see what he is really like. He begins to stretch. He begins to stretch. I love the way the message Bible says that uh, that that verse. It says uh, that uh, the glory began to shine from the inside out. He began to get brighter or be transformed from the inside out. He begins to stretch, begin to show them what he is really like. They begin to see it. And verse number, verse number three and this, this transfiguration, uh, again, this is, this is a, this is how his glory is. This is the glory that was upon him that is now upon us. Look at verse number three. And his raiment uh, became shining, exceeding white as snow. So as no fuller on earth can wipe them, no amount of ble- bleach could make that happen. And there appeared unto him Elias with Moses, and they were uh, talking with Jesus. And Peter answered and said, uh, and said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here, and let us uh, make there let us make three tabernacles or three memorial places: one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. Uh, For he uh, wished not what to say. He know what to say for they were so afraid. Look at verse number seven. Uh, Say atmosphere three times. Atmosphere, atmosphere, atmosphere. Verse seven says, and there was a cloud. What do you find in the atmosphere? You find clouds, right? And there was a cloud. In other words, another atmosphere was now coming down. And there was a cloud that overshadowed them, overshadowed is a powerful word, we'll get that in a second. There was a cloud that overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. And suddenly, uh, when they had looked around, when they looked round about, they saw no man anymore save Jesus only with themselves. The Bible says that this cloud, this atmosphere overshadowed them. It overshadowed them. Let's look at the word overshadow for a moment. The word overshadow means um, to throw a shadow upon, to envelop uh, in a shadow, to overshadow. The word envelop means um, to surround entirely, to wrap up in as a covering. So here was this cloud. Here was this atmosphere that now came all around them. They look up, it was there. They look down, it was there. They look left and right, it was there. They were in a completely different atmosphere now. And in this type of atmosphere, God speaks you can actually hear the voice of god in this type of atmosphere and is this atmosphere this experience that you and i uh, must have as believers you are Obligated, you must have this type of uh, of this type of experience as the glory of God comes upon you. As we acknowledge what Jesus has done, and as we receive that this atmosphere, it is in this atmosphere that miracles begin to happen. In this atmosphere, as this cloud begins to overshadow them, this was not the first time that something like this happened. Let's look also at Luke, the first chapter, verse thirty-five, and as as the Bible talks about Mary. And it says here in verse 35, and the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall what? Overshadow thee. In other words, Mary, another atmosphere is going to come. Another atmosphere. Uh, there, there's a different type of air that will surround you. A different type of pervading mood that will surround you. A different way of thinking. A different way of feeling. The Holy Spirit is going to come and he brings a different atmosphere. Look at this. It says, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born... Uh, of thee shall be called the Son of God. So it is our right in our destiny to get into the right type of atmosphere. The first time they were in this type of atmosphere we just read, God spoke. Second time here, that they were overshadowed by this atmosphere, the Holy Spirit comes and gives Mary a word, makes her pregnant with the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And what do we speak but words somebody's getting that right now aren't we let's look at now so here again humans can also carry this atmosphere let's look at the book of acts acts five acts five let's look at verse number 14 and 16 let's look at peter's experience here and the and uh believers were the more added to the lord um multitudes both of men and women Verse 15, insomuch that they brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches uh, that at the least the shadow of Peter, the shadow of Peter, remember we're talking about being overshadowed, the shadow of Peter passing by might what? Overshadow them, overshadow some of them. And what happened? Verse 16. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing uh, sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. How many? Every one. So as you acknowledge and believe, begin to believe God for this overshadowing experience for the atmosphere around you changing, you begin to step into miracles, signs and wonders. And when people begin to step into your atmosphere, they'll begin to find themselves being healed, delivered and set free. Hallelujah. What type of atmosphere are you carrying? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People carry atmospheres. You can come around somebody that is angry and hostile. When you leave their presence, you can be angry and hostile. Are you hearing? What type of atmosphere are you carrying? And we know the shadows also, we find this in and uh, Psalm 91. Psalm 91, and, and actually verse number one, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty being in Christ you have access to this atmosphere you have access to this atmosphere now understand jesus said the believers uh, are going to lay hands on the sick and the sick are going to recover simply put the believers um people that are sick will encounter the atmosphere of a believer They'll encounter your atmosphere. The Bible does not say, now it's not wrong to do this, but the Bible does not say the believer will pray with the sick and uh, the sick is going to recover. Not in that spot. The Lord said they're going to simply lay hands on the sick. They're going to, the, 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 the uh, sick person is going to encounter the atmosphere that's around the believer and they're going to receive that healing. They're going to receive that healing. Many times in my life, uh, individuals, God has used this form uh, to heal people of their conditions without me even having to pray for them. I've just simply said, oh, hello, how are you doing? Touch them, and virtue virtue came out, and they were healed. What happened? They came in contact with the atmosphere, with the atmosphere. I've walked into different places, into one particular nursing home, and uh, the lady said, we want you to come back. I said, why? She said, because when you come in, something changes in the atmosphere, something the atmosphere shifts. Why? Because I bring an atmosphere with me. Right? How many of you remember uh, Pig Pen in the, uh, the Charlie Brown thing in Peanuts, right? Yeah. He carried his own atmosphere. <laughs> right? There was dirt and all that stuff flying around him bees or, or flies, what have you. He carried his own atmosphere. You can clearly see he carried his own atmosphere. Hallelujah. And we can see that in a negative sense, if you just stepped in the pile of poop outside, that atmosphere, that air is now contaminated with the smell of the poop. Well, you walk in your house and people go, what's that smell? What's that smell? And people begin to check under the bottom of their feet, right? Who stepped? What's that smell? What's that smell? Because what's on you then begins to get in the entire atmosphere. It begins to spread. So we can see it that way, but can you see it in the spirit? Can you see, as you spend time with God, getting in his atmosphere, even this graphic speaks of that. As you get in his atmosphere, as you begin to breathe his air, what's around you then gets upon you, gets in you, and then you carry that with you everywhere you go, hallelujah. And you will see miracles, signs, and wonders, and you will hear, God will begin to speak through you to those that are around you, and they're gonna be like, wow how did you get this wisdom it's not you it's the father speaking out of the cloud hallelujah it's him that's doing the work hallelujah the bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god how can you enter into something except first you hear it god said consider the atmosphere now that you're being exposed to it you can pray over this and receive this in your life hallelujah give god a mighty hand of praise hallelujah hallelujah I'm telling you. Now I want you to see something here with fresh eyes. How are y'all doing? We still doing good? We need to cut off now. We still doing good? Let's go on. Let's go back to Mark 9. We're going to read now. We're going to go into the message Bible because I want you to see this. Now as we talk about considering the atmosphere, I want you to see this with fresh eyes. Uh, Mark 9 verses 19 and 20. Uh, the message Bible, then we go also back to 23 through, uh, 27. Remember this is the account. Disciples were powerless to deal with this spirit. Jesus comes on the scene and he deals with it. Let's look at this in verse number 19. Jesus said, uh, what, what a generation, no sense of God. How many times do I have to go over these things? How much longer do I have to put up with this? Bring the boy here. They brought him when the demon saw Jesus, it threw the boy into a seizure, causing him to writhe or a wreath uh, on the ground and foam at the mouth. All right. That's the thing. And then verse number 23, and three, Jesus said, uh, the men, the father said, you know, if you can do anything, help us. All right. Here we go. Back in verse 23. Jesus said, if there are no ifs among believers, anything can happen. Help me say, anything can, happen. anything can happen. Somebody needs to hear that today. Anything can happen. King James said, all things are possible to him that believe, to her that believe. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Open your mind, open your heart to know that anything can happen. Let's stay right there for a moment. Anything can happen. Hallelujah. You can have peace at home when you go back there. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. happen. Debts can be paid off. I'm telling you, body completely healed right now. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Don't count God out. Hallelujah. Anything can happen. All you got to do is believe. Hallelujah. Jesus said all things are possible to him that believe. But look at this. Look at verse 24. No sooner were the words out of his mouth than the father cried, what? I believe. Help me with my doubts. Now, Jesus had already said, he had already said that this generation was a faithless generation. Didn't have any faith. This generation was a, it was a, um, Uh, unbelieving generation. He'd already said it, already declared that maybe he's a judge. He already measured it and saw it to be true. There's no faith in generation. There's no faith here. They've rejected God's word because God's word brings faith. So there's no faith here. And the disciples came in. They couldn't do it. Why? We found out later on they couldn't cast it out because of their unbelief. They even had it in their hearts. So here's a man that dwelt in an atmosphere of unbelief. Grab a hold of this. He dwelt in an atmosphere of unbelief. He dwelt in an, an atmosphere of anti-faith or a faithlessness. That was his atmosphere. That was the air that he breathed. And Jesus speaks to him for a while. The word dialogues with him, and he, he begins to have faith. And he says right there in the presence of God, I what? Believe. Yes, Lord. Yes. I believe. Hallelujah. I believe, but help my doubts. I believe. In other words, he had faith working in his heart with doubt in his head. And you can still get a miracle that way. Faith working in your heart and doubt working in your head. He said, I believe. So right now, this man's personal atmosphere has shifted from from doubt and unbelief, it has shifted from an anti-faith to one of faith. So now he's prime. He's prime, he's ready for his miracle. Many times Jesus said, be it unto you, even according to your faith. Great is your faith. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you shall send this mountain, be removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt your heart. But if you believe that those things that you say shall come to pass, you'll have whatsoever he says. So this man's faith has now been shifted. Y'all stay with me today. So he's in an atmosphere. Listen, he's in an atmosphere of a doubt unbelief, anti-faith, but as he has an encounter with the word, faith is now in him. Now grab hold of the next verse. It says, verse number 20, 25, seeing that the crowd was forming fast, Jesus gave the, the vile spirit its marching orders, dumb and deaf spirit. I command you out of him and stay out screaming. And uh, with much of uh, thrashing about it left, the boy was, pale as a corpse so people started saying he's dead but Jesus taking his hand raised him the boy stood up look at there now I thought before why did why do you wait Jesus why'd you wait for a crowd he wasn't wait he wasn't waiting for a crowd he understood that people carried atmospheres they carried atmospheres and you get enough people that say God ain't real God can't do it he, Jesus can't do anything with that boy either now their their anti-faith did not affect Christ but it would have affected the father of the child yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. so before they begin to gather and create a larger atmosphere Jesus deals with it then while this man still has faith Hallelujah. Hallelujah. are you still, are you hearing me he deals with it at that moment while there's still faith in this man Because if he had allowed the others to come and all that stuff, it would not have affected Jesus, but it would have affected this man. So I say again to you, consider the atmosphere. If you're if you haven't received from the Lord, consider the atmosphere. Is this an isolated incident? No. Let's go to the book of Mark. Mark five. Mark five. Now, as we talk about atmosphere, considering atmosphere, I want you to see Mark five with even fresh eyes. Mark five, verse 38 through um, 43 you may not read it all. This is when Jesus goes to J.R.'s house. Somebody already knows where we're going. And he cometh unto uh, the house uh, of the ruler of the synagogue and see if the tumult um, and them that wept and wailed greatly. What type of atmosphere is he going into now? A depressive atmosphere, right? And verse 39, and when he was come in, he said unto them, why make ye this ado? And weep? the damsel is not dead, but sleepeth with a word. He shifts the atmosphere. Look at this. And they, what laughed him to scorn, to scorn, but they still laughed first. They were weeping, but now they are laughing. With just a word, he causes them, he change the atmosphere. But listen, but that wasn't enough. But when he had put them all what? Out. He put them out. There was an immediate, immediate shifting of the atmosphere once he put them out. Say, Jesus, you're rude. No, because this man, JRS Jairus and his wife, the disciples, they all needed to believe. Even though God was there in this presence with them, he still needed them to carry faith. And these people that are saying, your daughter is dead, your daughter is dead, this can't happen for you. You're wasting your time. Ha, ha, ha. Jesus, you can't do anything with this. Jesus said, get out. He shifted the atmosphere. He took the unbelief out and what happened they got their miracle isn't that something is this an isolated account no it's not let's go to the book of mark let's go back to mark let's go mark 8 chapter this is seen all throughout the Word of God. You're going to have to consider the atmosphere. If you believe in God for something—believing God for your healing, believing God for your marriage, believing God for finances, ministry, whatever it is—if you believe in God, you're going to have to consider the atmosphere. If something is not working, and you've been plowing and you've been pushing and plowing and pushing and plowing and pushing, and you're saying, "Lord, I know Your Word works," but you've been plowing and pushing and plowing and pushing, and it's not happening. God says, consider. Consider the atmosphere. Are you hearing? Let's go ahead and try to land this plane now. Mark 8. Let's look at verse number 22. And it says, and he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. Don't sound like they have a little faith, right? Here's a blind man. Let's bring him to Jesus. Sound like they got some faith. Hmm. Let's see. Verse 23. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him where? Out of the town. Now Bethsaida was one of those cities that Jesus upbraided. He, uh, because of their unbelief, they did not receive his word. This is one of the cities that Jesus said, y'all just not getting it. They, one of those, this, this is one of the cities that they refused to hear. So he's coming out of that atmosphere again of doubt, unbelief, negativity. Now, Jesus has all power and can do the miracle anywhere. But this man's faith will dwindle or fade if he didn't pull him out of that atmosphere. Is somebody seeing this today? So Jesus takes him out, leads him out of the town. And when he had spat on his eyes and put his hands upon him, uh, he asked him if he saw aught and he looked up and said i see men as trees walking after that he put his hands again on his eyes and made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly yes. verse 26 and what happened after got his miracle verse 26 says and he said unto unto him rather and he sent him away to his house saying what neither go into the town nor tell any Nor tell it to anywhere in the town. Now, that's pretty bad. You got your miracle now. You got your healing. You got your husband. Don't go back around your your ace boon coons anymore. Don't go back around the man hater club. Don't go back over there. Because every time you go over there, you're married. Now they're going to tell you something bad, mean and nasty about your own husband. Don't go over there. You got your miracle now. Now separate from that. Oh, hallelujah. Now separate from that. You've got your miracle. Don't go. Don't go back there and don't even talk to anybody that was from there. Come out of the atmosphere completely. Somebody hearing that word. I know you are. You're going to have to measure the atmosphere. You're going to have to measure the atmosphere. Let's go ahead and try to land this plane now. Y'all stay with me. Let's go ahead and try to land this plane. I want you to see one more case here. I want you to see one more case. Because understand something, in the sight of God, you are all that in a bag of chips. In the sight of God, you are the Superman. You are the Wonder Woman. You don't need no Iron Man suit. You are the suit. You are the power. Are you hearing me? In the sight of God, because in Christ Jesus, you are that. They're writing these comic books about you. You are part of a supernatural race, a new species of being. When you gave your life to Jesus, the Bible says that you were then born again, twice born. Born of the father, born by the rather born of the spirit. And you are a new species of being. And then it, it's so sad. When you, a born again believer, would act like a mere mortal. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. So sad. Jesus. When you don't know that the enemy cringes when you get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> When you bow your head before the Lord, he says, oh, they're praying again. When you clap your hands, it sounds like thunder. When you sneeze, it sounds like a hurricane. Hallelujah. You have more power in your pinky than the hounds of hell have and all of hell combined. You are a son or a daughter of God anointed in Christ Jesus. You are seated right now with Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of God the Father. Things are beneath you. Your feet. Hallelujah. 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 You're a son of God, a daughter of God, a child of the Most High God. These things are beneath you. Sin is beneath you. Consider the atmosphere. If you can believe that, if you can receive that, consider the atmosphere. Consider the atmosphere. Understand something in the very beginning with Adam and Eve, the Bible says plainly that before Adam and Eve were placed on the planet, the, uh, that the devil and a third of an innumerable amount of angels all fell to the earth. They were all kicked out of heaven. And how would God rule that? How would God reign over, uh, the devil, Satan himself and and one-third of a number of angels that cannot be counted. What would he put there to rule and reign? What would he put there to have dominion? Hmm, I'll put a man down there. Boom. Oh, my God. I'll give him sovereign authority, and I'll give him a helpmeet. Hallelujah. And they'll reign in life. Hallelujah. Oh, my Jesus. And we cry and whine, think we don't have anything. Don't you know who you are and what you possess in him? Don't you know the atmosphere? That's all around you. There are angels at your beck and call. God has given them authority over, or rather charge over you to keep you, to protect you in all your ways. Oh my God, let's try to wrap this thing up. You got to know who you are and the atmosphere that is around you. What would make your atmosphere less potent? What would make your atmosphere impotent? The fact that you no longer believe. The fact that you no longer believe. Okay, I got to go here. Even though Eddie Murphy was coming to America, he still, even though he lived in, little, in a little rat apartment, he still knew who he was. Even though he was mopping up at Mrs. McDowell's, he still knew who he was. And he carried that mop as somebody that was kingly, as somebody that was priestly, uh, I mean, kingly or, or as a prince because he still knew who he was. And what you are can't be hidden for very long. Oh my God, come on back, come on back, come on back. Mark 6, we've got to close out here, Mark 6. Look at this in verse number uh, 4 through 7. Look at 12 through 13. Jesus, our elder brother, our uh, the shepherd and bishop of our souls, our God, our Savior, our King, our everything, is here in his own hometown. He's back in another atmosphere. It says, but Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin, his own kinfolk and in his own house. He's got honor everywhere else, but among those he grew up with because they they think they know you. Listen, they know your flesh, but they don't know you. They don't know what God has done in you. They can identify with your flesh, but they don't know the real you. Verse 5 says, and he could there, oh my God, he could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their what? Unbelief. Now, does this mean that Jesus found his kryptonite? Was Jesus now powerless without power? no he's still the man that was transfigured there on the mountain still reigning powerful and in glory but he was powerless to help them because of their unbelief are you hearing because of their atmosphere they refused to believe who he was so they couldn't receive what he had he said and he marveled there because of the unbelief and he, looked, he went about the, round about the villages teaching and he called unto him the 12 and began to send them forth by two and two and gave them what power over unclean spirits. So listen, he had power, still has power, but he realized that this atmosphere would not receive him. So he sends people out of the atmosphere with power. Are you hearing me? You say, they won't receive me at home. Well, then grab your cell phone and speak to those outside of your village, outside of your town, and send the word of God out. Hallelujah. And they, and they went out in verse twelve, and they preached, and, and many and men repented, and they cast out devils, and anointed people with oil, and they were healed and delivered in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! If they won't receive you where you are, send the word outside of the atmosphere. If you can't go, send the word out. Hallelujah! If you can't move, send the word out. If they don't honor you where you are, send the word. Hallelujah! which is exactly what Jesus did. What you are and what you have is far beyond your comprehension. Know that God is with you. Know that God is for you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? I pray you've heard the word of God today. We're gonna stop it there in Jesus' mighty name. Give God a mighty hand of praise, hallelujah, hallelujah. We pray that you are blessed today by the ministry. Remember, if you would like to hear this message in its entirety and even hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's www.kingdomrock.org. We will be so glad to connect with you. While you're there on the website, make sure to consider a financial donation in support of the ministry. And don't forget, if you're in the area, stop on by and visit with us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Stop on by. And don't forget, while you're on the website, sign up for Kingdom Inspirations. We believe it's going to be a blessing to you. All right, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.